This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome back, wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Thank you very much for listening. We've got all the kinks worked out. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to uh, Marking Out and subscribe. Listen to the show. You can now listen to the Zack Ryder show, the infamous show that crashed our server. Also, big news in the week. Of, big news in the world of Marking Out this week. MarkingOut.com, ladies and gentlemen, for all the podcast doesn't end when you turn this off on your iPod or on SoundCloud.com slash MarkingDashOut. We may not even have to plug that anymore. It continues because we will be posting articles. We will be posting videos. We will be, you can see pictures of us, silhouettes of Brandon. You can meet our marks and it's marking out is is ready to start expanding. It's gonna blow up. And as you just heard, I'm here with Dave. Dave, how you doing today? Get it straight. You always miss it. It's Dave the Rave that the ladies crave. What ladies? Uh, one or two. Bam rusted. One, one or two of them. <laughs> and we're here as well with our mascot Brandon. How you doing today, sir? I am doing absolutely awesome as always. Excellent. There Good you go, hear. cousin Brandon. Cousin right. Brandon. There we go. Don't call me that. There Come on, right. knock it off. <laughs> All right. So let's pick up where we left off last week. Last week was a very heavily influenced WWE show. It so was. we'll we'll start out the first segment with where we left off last week. We talked about Monday Night Raw. We talked about the breakup of the Awesome Truth, and let's get the SmackDown. Smackdown. Smack, laying the smacketh down. So you start off the show with Mark Henry coming out, talking about how nobody cares about him. And then you have the big show coming out, you know, continuing their feud, knocks him out. And then who walks out the runs? I want to say walk, but it runs. Sprinted right down Sprint there. down with the referee, with his money in the bank briefcase in there was one Daniel Bryan, who cashed in his money in the bank briefcase to become the new world heavyweight champion. You got to love the fact that Right after he wins, he goes right over Michael Cole. And jumps just, right in his face. Yep. It was perfect. I I was amazed when I saw it. I was like, oh my god. I guess he doesn't have to, I guess he can cut his beard now. But to some discretion, when Teddy Long comes out and says that Daniel Bryan couldn't cash it in because he Mark Henry was injured. And Tilo, come on. Yeah, come on. I thought it was anytime, anywhere. Yeah, but to doctor's orders, Teddy Long was not, I mean, Mark Henry was not supposed to be competing. And you have Daniel Bryan get his money in the bank briefcase back. So my question to both of you now is, do we think that Daniel Bryan is going to keep this money in the bank briefcase and do what he said he was going to do by cashing it in at WrestleMania? Well, now you got to wonder about that because he said that he was going to cash it in at WrestleMania, but now he just cashed it in on SmackDown. You have to wonder if he's actually going to maintain that. I I would like to see him maintain that. Just because I want to see him in a championship match at WrestleMania. So would I. What do you think, Brandon? I wonder if this is going to turn into something bigger where he goes, cashes it in more than once again, and he keeps getting screwed, keeps getting screwed, and then finally makes it to WrestleMania and wins it. 
I've, for... I've said this in the past. I want to see him come, like, tease cashing in. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. What do you want to see him do? See him tease cashing in. Like, have him come out, like, have everything hit and everything come down to, the, like, halfway down the ramp with the referee. And then just have the crowd go crazy. And then, you know, just have him be like... But that's more nah, of a, that's more of a heel type thing to do. I don't think so. I, I, I think, think that would mind, mind when, there's a, with it. when there's a powerhouse heel champion that, that is Mark Henry... I really think Dave. Dave said it the other week. I really think they should have done that at Survivor Series. Yeah, I think it would be a good like mind fuck to Mark Henry. So Mark Henry's always on his like guard. Dave, this isn't. <laughs> Come on. All right. Well, you know what? I don't know. I want to see him go to WrestleMania because I want to see him in the main event, maybe against a Punk or maybe against oh, somebody man. that could that, that could work. Well, you you know whoever he goes against, it's going to be a great match just because it's Daniel Bryan. And Who do we see it being? Maybe even like I mean, even if it's like Del Rio, CM Punk. What Del Del Rio gets traded to SmackDown? You never know. You, you don't. You, you don't. But Del Rio had a big had a big match against CM Punk on Raw. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, this then turned into the main event. This Daniel Bryan cash game to, for yeah. a number one contender who is going to face Mark Henry in a steel cage. A steel freaking cage. Who wants to be in a steel cage with Mark Henry? I would. Yeah. Uh, so you had a four. You had a four corners match for the number one contender. You had Cody Rhodes, Wade Barrett, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan. Sounds like a great match. It was, and, and it, was. it was it was a solid back and forth. Your typical fatal four way match. Mm-hmm. And I think walking in, I think everybody thought that. Um, Randy Orton was going to become the number one contender. Ooh. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure Wade Barrett was winning that. I was actually thinking leaning towards Wade Barrett too. Really, I don't know Just because I, I you know what, like as as much as I want to see this Randy, I think if Randy Orton won, Wade Barrett could have distracted him somehow in the steel cage, yeah. and that could have continued their feud. But their their continued their feud continued on SmackDown the next week. Yep. But it turned out that Daniel Bryan became the number one contender for the world for the world heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Beating four guys, wow! All I gotta Which say, I, I think, is such a great idea. I love the Davy and Goliath style feud that these guys have going. I don't really don't want to see the big show in the, the main event picture anymore. No, and the I best, was, the I best is Daniel Bryan standing up to him. Like um, as we saw, he uh, Mark Henry was cutting a promo. Daniel Bryan's like just st- stood right up to him, ran, walked right by him, kicked him right in the leg. Yeah, just it's great. But but he ran away right after he did it. I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of a bitch move. He didn't really run away, didn't he? Like nah, he, walk away. He, he kind of did. That was like a bitch move. So you have <sighs> so you sit, so the the main event of SmackDown last week sets up on a, a live SmackDown, a holiday edition in November of live SmackDown, Mark Henry versus Daniel Bryan in steel cage. You also had another. You had a solid show, but not about everything else. You had a great match between Hunico and Justin Gabriel, oh, which Hunico got the win. Hunico, Hunico. Whatever. <laughs> you say potato, I say potato. He is, once he lost that Sin Cara match, uh, mask, he has been on a roll. Like and he's he's really really good in that ring. He is really good in that ring, but also too you forget that he's also with Epico and Primo, yeah. and you have to see where that trifecta goes how do you, from. How do you like that idea that you have all these? Um, 
uh, Lucha Libre in one faction as opposed to having them I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that other. Lucha Libre. Well, it's a, it's in the Lucha Libre style. Yeah, that's I would, the style I would, that they all I would call maintain. them Puerto Rican or Mexican. Uh, I know, but you know, heavily they're heavily yeah, but influenced. Th- that's their but you know, style. that's their nationality, yes. But their style of wrestling, like you know, yeah. you're gonna call Wade Barrett a powerhouse wrestler. You know, you're gonna call CM Punk uh, a technical wrestler. Hunico, what would you call Evan Bourne? Evan Bourne, is, high flyer. Uh, high flyer. He has those lucha libre style uh, influences of wrestling. He's well rounded. You know, he has, as I said, he has the lucha libre style wrestling. Also, you can see glimpses of Japanese style wrestling, and he's also got a little bit of technical in him. Yeah. But how, how do you like that idea? Throwing them all in that one basket. I like it. Yeah? Because it's loading up the proverbial gun to just shoot out, you know, loading up the, not the gun, the proverbial uh-huh. shotgun to just spray all these different things at you. That's true. You know, because if you're going to have 8,000 high flyers running around you at one time, it's like a bunch of midgets running around you. You don't know what to do. You don't know which one to kick first. The first one to throw into the uh, into the jello pool the second time. I'm not giving you any hints for my bachelor party or anything like that, but. No, no, no. Not no, taken. <laughs> Just to uh, you know, give you some heads up, I like that. And the when they beat up Sin Cara, I believe it was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. when they did the you know the the backstabber into the lung blower. I think that's an awesome tag team finisher. There's really not not much I can say I wanna, about it because I, I agree with you completely. I want to see them on TV, but the the fact of the matter is, there's no tag team titles right now. That's, you know, with Evan Bourne, the, with Evan Bourne still being, I think it's so dumb that they're waiting for Evan Bourne to come back so they could uh, maintain the titles. They this, have to keep it going. Well, uh, isn't his suspension's up? Isn't it? I believe. Yeah, I, I think believe so too. This weekend. So, but I mean, even even still, like for the entire month without a defend uh, defending the tag team titles, I mean, you build it up to such a status, and then you have a stalemate. This buries a tag team division that Triple H apparently uh, allegedly was so high on rebuilding. Yeah, it's just a bad idea. You have to maintain that flow going, and that it completely hit a stalemate. You know, and also, speaking of tag matches and tag teams and stuff like that, you had a great tag match with, uh, you know, the team of Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus and our Long Island's very own Zack Ryder, who has just been, is the hottest wrestler in the WWE right you now. You gotta love it. Every time he gets in that ring, and it's, it's he's putting on such great matches, too. Yeah. You, Long Island's own Zack Ryder. Yep. And Zack Ryder pinning Dolph Ziggler again. The one thing after, I don't like. After last week, him getting the, the Rough Rider in the middle of uh, Madison Square Garden. The, the one thing I don't like is I think Michael Cole is the one always bringing up the fact saying Zack Ryder never pinned, never got a win over Zack. Uh, he never got a clean Ziggler. win. But he, he's been pinning him. He's been getting a lot of pinfalls over him. It's just like he's completely, like, yes, I understand he's a heel and everything like that. But I feel like by ignoring that factor, you're kind of making yourself sound dumb. Yeah, more than I a think. Heel. I yeah, I don't know about that, but I do feel that if they don't do something soon, if they don't do something major soon, then it's He's gonna, gonna start all- to lose steam. Yeah, yeah gonna lose spark. Yeah. So WWE, WWE, I know you're listening. They always do. You know, because, you, you, we have a, all your storylines come fucking straight from us. Yeah, right. You know, a bunch of months I, in advance. I think it's time now for Dolph Ziggler to be in some in in the main event picture. And he definitely could. Because they kind of they rehashed his gimmick with this whole show off thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's kind of like Mr. What was, Perfect. What was with the what, what was with the change of music? Are they trying to not get him compared to Mr. Perfect? I think that's the reason. Yeah. I you know, I was I was I was thinking about it this week. You, you got the blonde the hair. The blonde hair, the I am perfection. The same move even. He's got the the 
the yeah. kick over flip thing. I know, but everybody uses that. Yeah, yeah. but not like that. Like, you know, they I know. Like so they they want to they want to make him maybe a. 2011 version of Mr. But perfect. Let, let's face because it. Because when you but when you're when you're perfect, what do you do? You show off. You're yeah, good at things. Exactly. So they had. But the, wait, do you, do you like this new this new theme song? Not really, because no. I thought uh, you know what? It's the same underlying like chords though. It's yeah. just new. It's the same. It, no, everything else is the same except for the first part. Yeah. Let, let's face it. He's not. Mr. Perfect. He's not, and no one could be Mr. No, Perfect. Yeah, but dude, he comes pretty damn fucking no, close. No, I would not yeah. even put him in. Mr. Perfect's all the way up there. Mr. Uh, Perfect's a Dolph legend. Dolph Ziggler all... could be all the way up there too. I don't know. I'll just, think about notes. how long Kurt Hennig was in the business for, and think about how long Dolph Ziggler was in the business. Yeah, he was a member of the Spirit Squad. <laughs> Jeez. Oh god. All right. Well, let's one more thing we we'll touch on SmackDown before we get to Monday Night let's Raw. Touch it. Was the Divas Division? We always bury the Divas Division, and it seems yeah, like there has been the rise in the new face of the Divas Division. Yeah. I mean, you could talk about Kelly Kelly, but Alicia Fox. Yeah, she's been making her. I, Always She's making her every, presence known. Every week I say that. <sighs> on the Divas Division. Yep, every show she's always on. She's always on. And this week, uh, helping out AJ after getting attacked by the Divas of Doom after her tag partner, Caitlyn, walked comes out on her. in there. But I, mean, I really, I can't stand her at all. That's why that's, can't why can't that's, well, like I, I don't mind I, her. And like I want to know why though. I feel like they are shoving a little bit in down the throats, so I feel like that's affecting Brandon. Brandon, why? Why don't you like nah, her? I don't know. I really don't feel like she has. That she she like botches but gets away with it. And what about and Kelly Kelly? Kelly Kelly doesn't. Not as much as that. She's a lot. I feel like she's a lot more trained. And I don't know. I don't know. Just, I, I feel like overall all of them need training. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. Send them to NXT because Caitlyn and send them fucking to AJ. Independent Federation. Yeah, send them I, to I, fucking. I feel Jay like this, I feel like yeah. I feel like they'll get the most and best training with an independent federation, whether it's Chikara or something, where they could go one on one with like uh, Daisy Hayes or just like maybe maybe they need to them. lift and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, but well, you know, we'll talk, we're going to talk about actually really good female wrestling later in the show. Oh yeah, big event this weekend coming up on the Northeastern area. So Dave you, the Rave loves female wrestling. Uh, Dave just loves wrestling. With you females. just made yourself sound so creepy to every single person who listens to Marking Out. What up? No, this sounds really creepy. Hello, oh. how are you? Okay, and we got Uncle Paulie on the show. Uncle Paulie's on the show as well. Um, well got mustaches. No, I shaved my mustache. It's now um, longer than November, so I had to shave my mustache yeah. this week. Rachel Still was, look like you got one to me. Well, I, I, just, <laughs> I just have a full-on beard now, and the lighting on your side sucks. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw, and it was announced Monday during the day that Roddy Piper, the hot rod himself, will be opening the show with a version of the Piper's, Piper's Pit starring <laughs> John Cena. So, Roddy Piper, you know, Roddy Piper is never ever, ever at a loss for words. I always love seeing Piper on I, But you know what? There's like, you get the good Piper, then sometimes you just get the stumbling, babbling idiot Roddy Piper. Which I like. I don't like that. I you like got that. you got the good Piper he's on He's always Monday. like that, that drunken uncle out there. Like, he's always, <laughs> like on his promos, he always sounds like he's Drinking a little bit too much before the promo. Well, this time he wasn't hitting the bottle too hard. And, no, uh, he was hitting yeah, Cena a little fucking... bit hard. Yeah, he was hitting Cena he a little bit hard. And he had, he had a lot of choice words for John Cena. And John Cena had a lot of choice words back. Which true. I think we're finally seeing the evolution of John Cena. I mean, Not that happy, up. go lucky, laughs and jokes about everything. Because he's getting a little bit more of a stern face. Yeah. And... I, Piper made some points that he can't handle the booze and 
you know, made, made a lot of good points. But Couldn't John Cena, but, but also John Cena made a lot of great points back. He made, he's like, money in the bank. I was booed out of that building. WrestleMania 22 when I faced Triple H. I was booed out of the building. EC, I love the fact that he mentioned ECW One Night Stand in 2006. Yeah. That I, I popped for that. I was like, oh my God, they're actually mentioning it on TV. That's amazing. That's the thing I like about that's one of the things that gets me to like Cena is the fact that he does acknowledge it. It's not like he's blind to these boos and everything because when he's in that ring, he you see his reactions. He is a, he's but taking he, them into everything. he doesn't feed off you know he doesn't feed off the boos and he said he feeds off a certain group of fans that appreciates everything that he does. He mentioned the kids. Yeah. He mentioned the military forces. Well, that's the thing. He knows who his target is and he plays right to it. But I th- I feel now that he's gonna play to those fans and. Every Everybody that's going to boo him, he's just going to be like, you know, kiss my ass. Kind of be on like that, like have a couple more heelish tendencies. But how long is he going to keep that up till he turns on those younger fans? He's not going to. You don't. Ever, you can't. You can't have your face of the WWE. Well, I mean, look at, I don't want to, because it just really had a downfall, but WCW with Hulk Hogan. That's Yeah, but that was different. That was completely different because they were taking him, this huge thing that was Hulk Hogan. And he's coming into a new company, and like they want to introduce him as Hulk Hogan. I don't know. But they want to rehash. They want to rehash his character. This isn't John Cena going to TNA yeah. and then bringing him as hustler to respect John Cena, and then he turns on them and becomes you know where starts know. wearing trunks. And I, and, I feel and like boots. this hell. If anything, this will put Randy Orton in that uh, top John Cena spot that they've been trying to push him towards. I think it would be I think it would be great. Yes, you would lose a lot of money, but I think you would gain money on the fact that I think a lot of older fans would start to be more John Cena fans. I'm a John Cena fan. I'm not gonna lie. I, I am too. But I think like well, if he turned, hate. you if, can't see me. If he was a heel, I would become more of a fan of him. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing one one thing that just like irked me in that promo was when yeah. Roddy Piper was talking about it. he's like feel the energy of the WWE first you know I, yeah. I you know feel the energy can you feel it, it made me listen feel like I was well, listening to Frampton Frampton comes alive I thought I was ta- listening to Ultimate Warrior that too <laughs> and then I also thought that he was talking about the Force yes after you know watching uh, the Star Wars marathon all weekend on Spike <laughs> and we'll talk about pro- programming on Spike TV a little bit later in the show you know. It was. It was just. It was. It was baffling. I thought. I thought that whole promo was just a little off. I. You know. It was. But Roddy Piper is a little off. It, it felt a little. Well, bit like, it was ten times think, better think, than. One of the best promos that I've ever seen came from Roddy Piper last year, on that old school Raw with John Cena and Wade uh, Barrett. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I agree with you. This is. It's right around this time. It was a year ago. Uh. Yeah, and it just didn't like live up. I don't think. And then like even the stuff that he was saying, where like. Roddy Piper's generation passes the torch to John Cena's generation. And trying to pass the torch by giving him his ring. But not even that, though, because there's there's a huge gap in there. There that is. They're yeah, just they, there's the, the whole mystic, attitude error. Boston yeah, and The Rock and whatnot. But. Yeah, you're missing an entire Yeah, group. there's the whole attitude error. But, but I, I, feel like, I feel like that smack in the face that Roddy Piper gave to John Cena – Ignited a fire in John Cena. Yeah, you saw his reaction right after. Yeah, he just he just stern face and walked right out of the ring. Because I think John Cena's going to go home, take some time to rethink himself, and he's going to come back better and stronger and and 
more super than ever John Cena. He's going to have two moves of doom now. Yeah, right? And then he's going to have real moves. Like, maybe he'll start using... Maybe he'll start hanging out with Daniel Bryan and start using the cattle mutilation. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the rest of Monday Night Raw. Um, you got right after. You had the Jomo versus Miz. John right Morrison versus the Miz. It has... I'm amazed that John Morrison survived a goddamn uh, limousine blowing up on him, if you've seen yeah, the Long Island story. I mean, uh, Look at, with no, no burns or anything. Nothing. John Morrison versus the Miz. He's not even wearing a mask. I know. I know. Wow. God, God bless him. Jeez, yeah, how do you do that? Jeez, but you have John Morrison facing the Miz in a false count anywhere fight. I think it helped the Miz being trying it to did. set him up, reset him up as a top heel by coming out and attacking him, attacking his knee. I love the fact that they used kendo sticks. I know. I love I, it. I, I like loved that it. Loved it. Loved you gotta it. love the fact. I think it was a good ending to Jomo too, just yes, because, because he, you he know broke it, in with the he broke in with the Miz, with the Miz and everything, and he went out with the. But Miz. also what are you talking about he didn't break in well, with no, the Miz that, at all. That's why I'm doing the little with my fingers. Well, he uh, be, he became more of a top guy yeah. with the Miz. Remember how they were, you know the undisputed tag team champions together that's where he with really the dirt sheet yes he was the ECW champion and he was the tag team champions with Eminem before that yeah. but I feel before that he was just there he was there absolutely but this when he was with Jomo that was when he, he was just like wow this guy really is something yeah you, that, that's the point where you're like I never thought I would be such a big fan of him yeah so it, you know it's been documented that John Morrison is, is out of his uh, WWE contract so we'll get a, get, little bit uh, more a skull a skull crushing finale on the yeah. uh, on the stage kind of just sends John Morrison off in a stretcher. So my question to you guys, now if this is the end of John Morrison, what has to be in his WWE career, maybe your favorite John Morrison moment? The moment he snubbed uh, Trish Stratus backstage. No. That's Uh, your favorite moment? (laughs) Um, Because he's had a lot of them. Yeah, come back to me. Uh, Mine was this year's Royal Rumble when he got eliminated and didn't touch the ground. Which was just shows you the talent and everything that he can work with. Probably him in the in the Money in the Bank matches. Oh yeah, just like not not just specifically he one took, match, but all of the ones that he's competed once, in. Once Shelton Benjamin left the WWE, I think he took the reins. Yeah, and started making himself Cause you, better. You know that if he was in that match, uh, the one where he he did a backflip with the hold while holding the ladder, like twenty four. Yes, in all of those matches, he has brought everything. So, what about you, Brandon? What's your favorite? I think it's got to be either something with Eminem against the Hardy Boys when Joey Mercury split his fucking head oh, open. That was oh, a, yeah, that was a ladder match. I've ne- ladder I have match. that DVD, and I, I watched it once, and I've never watched it again. I refuse was- to watch it again. It just scares me. <laughs> it, no, it's brutal. Like yeah. there, there's, a, there's a point of brutality that I could take, but that is just – it yeah. looks like someone just smashed in his face. Yeah, who, all- who wants to watch that? That's – who wants to watch that? Yeah, I, and I, I also, Brandon. I'm, I was also a fan of uh, his feud with, with. Uh, oh, for the ECW on title. ECW. Unfortunately, that came about because of Chris Benoit, but and then yeah. also it ended it so abruptly because he failed the wellness policy. Yeah, that too. So that could have had some legs. But Wait, what? It, that's why that. That's why Punk won the title so quickly because John Morrison failed the wellness policy. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he was like after after Benoit, everybody cracked. They cracked down on everybody, and like eight guys got suspended. I was thinking, and that John that Morrison other, was one of those because he was wa- taking like female testosterone. I don't know. Like, I was watching the oh, rise, right, rise, right. Rise, rise and fall of uh, WCW the other day. They have no matches of Chris Benoit. Like. It's but that's that's a Benoit is a story. I feel like we could talk an entire show about all of that. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have I a special so. weekday show we? about Chris Benoit. All right. But let's let's yeah, con- let's, let's continue. On. Let's continue on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we saw last week the the two new. Pro- 
website, which was then updated. And then also to the oh, yeah. Kane promo that we saw that showed his mask. And now at the end of the promo, it says Kane resurrected. Yeah, you see him with the Kane mask. You see him with a towel over his There's face. Someone, someone put a uh, we put a, a video up on YouTube thoroughly dissecting it. But this week, they added to the Kane resurrected, which I may slowly but surely start hopping on your bandwagon, guys. You know about what? Kane coming I, back with a mask. I, I'm, I really hope so. I mean, you see, the I, one of the things that they pointed out was the picture that's on file is on file on fire is the picture of when he was facing uh with rvd and he lost the mask originally yeah. when he that, came out as doink the cane yeah right no that's the picture that's on file uh on file fire again. on fire <laughs> so i'm i hope it's the mask cane yeah. are we are we thinking a new mask entirely uh maybe uh, to add to his like trunks that he was using i want to see because i mean the, the the mask at the end is on fire yeah so. i, I want to maintain the red and black though yeah that yeah, yeah. I maintain. I, I, honestly i want to see him come full body suit again or like maybe a variation <laughs> of it i miss those like also another thing in the promo you he has the cane uh, glove yeah which he hasn't worn in a long time so maybe they're just trying to totally rehash cane you never know maybe that's because he was punching through a glass fucking mirror window yeah. whatever it was <laughs> yeah but let you know we can we can dissect promos all yeah. day and every day let's talk about mass matches you got Ziggler versus Orton which Dolph Ziggler gets a huge win we've we already spoke about Dolph Ziggler and how he is maybe one of the best in the business right now getting be. a huge win over Randy Orton with the help of Wade Barrett so yes, as I, I said was... as I said earlier in the show this is going to help the Randy Orton Wade Barrett feud and it helps out Ziggler as well this is the, the these are the kind of matches that WWE has to maintain putting on where either way win lose both people come out as winners regardless yeah. regardless of how Dolph Ziggler won that match with Wade Barrett's interference uh-huh. I think I was so happy to see him win I thought for sure Randy Orton was going to win yeah of course do uh, a comeback or something unfortunately it's unfortunate that when Randy Orton is in a match you automatically think well he's the winner that's why when Cody Rhodes beats him it's like oh my god yeah, this it's is big. awesome it's big uh, you had Zack Ryder going over uh, Jack Swagger another great match and I Ryder. think that the ending of that was a little botched because like I think Jack Swagger tripped on his hands I don't think he did or maybe, I, I, maybe well they the announcers really played it well oh yeah because they were like oh well it looks like Jack you know Zack Ryder was trying to trip him up and he, and he gets the win oh yeah with the yeah, yeah. It, it looked a little bit weird but but what, what can you do? What can you, you do? You win them, you lose them. You win some, lose some. And then we get to the main event, which was CM Punk versus Alberto Del Rio in a rematch in a, for the, the WWE Championship. Another really good match with These, them. I yeah. don't, I don't want to see this feud end. They're you know, unstoppable. They really are. And CM Punk is on a roll. But I feel that the whole Eddie Guerrero reference in there that was my you, favorite part of it. I, and I, I think it was trend, Eddie Guerrero was trending on Twitter. Yes, I'm not, don't, I, I don't I think so, but that, that was my favorite part of that, just because it's such a heel tactic, but it's also one of those humorous heel tactics. Yeah, it was great, and and then you have CM Punk going out the winner, and then taking out Ricardo Rodriguez. Like, this is going to add to the John Laurinaitis feud, and this is going to add to the Alberto Del Rio feud, because he said if he gets himself intentionally disqualified, he loses the title. Mm-hmm. He didn't get himself disqualified. Alberto Dorio was trying to get disqualified. Yeah. So I feel like John Laurinaitis is like, oh, that wasn't underneath fair terms. Yeah. I feel like next uh, at TLC, it's going to be Alberto Del Rio versus CM Punk in 
a TLC match. All right. Because you have with to, interference, or do you, could you see an interference going on? There's no rules on a TLC match. Well, I, I, mean, could, I, could, I mean, could you see an interference uh, coming in? Well, Ricardo Rodriguez is going to be out there, correct? Well, I mean, outside of that, Johnny Ace with his text and everything, do you think he'll bring in somebody? Maybe, possibly? maybe. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, but I, I really just want everyone who's listening, though, and. If 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 you really don't like Alberto Del Rio, yeah, start to like him. Watch these matches. These are the reasons to yeah to I, notice him. I, I don't get it. Where if some fans say that he he's boring and he lacks talent and stuff, when the guy is he, he puts on such a great match. He does. He even does. even go back, watch it, try and find it on YouTube. Mexican wrestling, it's like no, he's it's, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, and so that was Monday Night Raw. I thought it was a well-rounded, very good Monday uh, Night Raw. Definitely. I was excited about it. Raw is definitely on the rise up. Yeah, absolutely. And something that this week for me was on the rise down was a live SmackDown, the holiday edition of SmackDown, mm-hmm. with your host, Mick Foley. Don't get me wrong. I love Mick Foley. I love, you know, this week he was on the Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana, which was a great, great Go interview. listen to it. Absolutely go listen to it. But I feel like this was a rushed version of SmackDown. I feel like you could have done this a little bit later in the month of December and it would have been it went, would have went off a little bit better. No, I don't know. Yes, I, I know that the public the public has been rushing holidays this year. Like I feel like I started seeing Christmas stuff in October, but yeah. and I think WWE was trying to cater that, but also too, I feel like WWE was trying to see what they could do with a live SmackDown. And uh, they kind of dropped the ball. And I mean, I don't they, know. I don't know. They, the ma- the they, they had a few matches on there that I really wanted to see, which is like I know Probably a lot of people don't want to see like Jinder Mahal, Justin Gabriel. I really wanted to see that match. I think yeah, these are that's... two up and coming guys, but I know a lot of other people, a lot of other wrestling fans are like Jinder Mahal. What the? Why do you like like? I know, but they gave him such a push a couple months back with the great great Khali, yeah. and they just dropped him off. You kind of have to rehash him again and then bring him into a feud like he was doing right. with Ted DiBiase, yep. which is great. And which I wanted to know was there a Zack Ryder action figure in that bag of toys that he was bringing out? I don't think I don't think if if Ted DiBiase even had an elite Zack Ryder action figure, I don't think. Could give away. Come on now. Yeah, come on. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. He'd give away the the million dollar uh, belt before that. Yeah. I really don't think that SmackDown was too bad. I think every single match was a great match. But you know for, what? No. For what it was. Are you serious? Come on. Yeah. The mistletoe no, match. Come on. The mistletoe match was great. There was no le- a- HLA action going on after that, which should have what should have happened. You got to let out. Come on. Now. Yeah. Are you the- serious? You guys are sounding so. It's such a. Up. It was such a bad. Match though, all right. It's a live SmackDown. We're gonna put you guys. Okay, we're gonna, women, we're gonna we're know? gonna we're gonna after a, a, ba- a terrible opening segment, we're gonna bring a Divas match. I mean, you should have wait, put- wait, 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 wait. What was terrible about the opening segment? It just was like I wanted to turn off the TV. It was boring. It was just like, yes, Mick Foley's what? funny. Yes, he said you know him. He is to Christmas what Brandon is to fisting. But <laughs> you know, I don't know even. But, I mean, you have all these women wrestlers that you're trying to build up and everything, and then on the live SmackDown, you put that kind of a match. You're shoving Christmas down my throat. That's what he was doing. Come on. Don't shove Christmas down Christmas' throat. Yeah. I think they needed that because... If it's beer, then yes. I think they needed that... to what? The gimmick SmackDown because the Raw superstars were over in. All right, fine. If they, if, you, if you do want that match, they still should have had Beth Phoenix in a separate match, or yeah. still have had another. Maybe uh, made another. Maybe made match. another. Uh, maybe a Lumberjill match with them. Beth Phoenix wasn't even in the match, was exactly. she? Um, she I was think commentary. Yeah, but she still. So there's no been reason in the match. for her. Fine. The winner didn't Natalia. get anything. Yeah, they got a little kiss reward. Yeah, they got. A but still, you're gonna give to somebody. I feel like Christmas. it's such a waste. It was a waste of time. It should have been used better. But no, it's it was a gimmick 
And it should have been used better. Yeah, it should have been used like also too the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Another was awful match. Horrible. Like Radio I don't was, agree at all. Oh, why? you serious, why don't you, Yeah, bro? why don't you agree? It was Randy Orton was legitimately laughing through the entire match. He was probably like, "Are they really putting me in a match right now with Otunga? Give me a break." Yeah, when, when was the last time that David Otunga wrestled? He threw a cardboard box at the uh, at the back of his head and started That's laughing. That's why Randy Orton laughed. That was I mean, pretty funny. I know, but you know what? You're on TV. It hit him pretty hard. Yeah, well, then he's supposed to play it off and just keep beating beating him up. It was just stupid. You know the battle, was it? the battle royal too. Having Hornswoggle win? Are you serious, bro? Yeah, like, but it was all about comedic. It was live. That that's what they want. I know, but you, like, no, but SmackDown isn't the show for comedy. SmackDown's a show for great wrestling. So yes, what's the show for comedy? That's why you have Monday Night Raw. That's why. No, I, that should be the show for wrestling. No, SmackDown show. SmackDown they have to build up because I know, also want to have all aspects of a sports entertainment in there. So why that's you, why you'll have your comedy in there. Why wouldn't you want to build SmackDown up to that flag uh, show? I mean, Okay, wait, wait, wait. So say Monday Night Raw featured a battle royal of a bunch of people who haven't been on TV in months or whatever, and that. the winner was Hornswoggle. And he and he won because he eliminated Sheamus. All right, now I'll be honest. The battle royal I was I did like because um, it, it showcased it showcased it, a lot it, of talent. Exactly. That's it why showcased I like it. It everyone had everybody except for Trent Beretta. That but was the thing that, well, dude, he was drunk on Nog. The thing I liked the most was the end. I liked how all, great all, all the heels left underneath the ring to beat up Sheamus, go right back um, underneath the ropes. I thought it was a great match. I liked the fact that Jinder Mahal, um, you had Heath Slater. Um, he sucks. I like uh, Tyler Rex. I like oh, that. I those, those, those were like the last like uh, three or four heels in that match, and yeah. I, I really like that fact. Yeah, but you know what? It's just. I mean, the end could have been better with Sheamus and Hornswoggle, but yeah. I mean, I was expecting a little bit more. Oh, Maybe but, they're going to use Hornswoggle more now, though. You never know. Maybe he'll be a manager of some sort. With For the, the wish that he got granted. <laughs> Maybe he has. He can speak now. But the one redeeming fact that's a Taylor Swift CD. <laughs> the one redeeming fact for me for that uh, for that SmackDown was the steel cage match, which was set up last week that we spoke about earlier on SmackDown between Daniel Bryan and uh, Mark Henry, the World Heavyweight Champion. The winner is going to go face the Big Show at TLC, which I thought was awesome. Such a good match, back and forth. You really had Dan- Daniel Bryan knew what to do. He was you know targeting the ankle. He would you know the second the bell rang, he runs up and tries to you know get out of the, the ring, which was That's smart. A- All right, the thing is, I love. I don't like the fact that it's easy to win one of those matches. Like in reality, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. You, all you have to do is like Daniel Bryan tried to do sprint out that door whenever you get a chance. But the the dynamic of that match is amazing because it's so they told a story death. exactly with with him with Daniel Bryan like halfway over the top of the cage and then just being yanked back in there. Like it always gets the fans right on their he, the on, on their feet. Because he's hanging over and everything, and they're like, oh, my God, couldn't he actually win? And then he just pulls him right back in. Yeah, and it was great, and I thought the ending to that match doing a world's strongest slam off, you know, the side. That was awesome. Was something, A, we haven't seen before from Mark Henry, no. and it just solidifies him as this dominant champion. Yeah. Which I can, see, I can now see both of our champions, the WWE champion and the World Heavyweight Champion, going to WrestleMania. And, and he got right out of the LaBella lock real pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, it's going to be tough to lock that in. The, even the fact that he that Daniel Bryan locked that in was good. I would have yeah. liked to see the cattle mutilation. Part. Yeah, but I don't think he would have been uh, yeah, able to lock that I, in. I don't, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I, that's what I wrote on Twitter. If, but still, if any, being a big guy, the only thing that would hurt more than 
anything is it to a big dude is the cow mutilation because arms don't go back like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you no, know, I get. Hopefully, we don't see another live SmackDown for a while because I think maybe that's where because they're you know that that whole crew is used to filming you know filming and then taking their time with it. Well, good thing Sin Cara wasn't there. Yeah, good thing Sin Cara was there, but Sin Cara didn't make a big presence on WWE shop this week before we yes. get to our commercial break. If you if you guys saw that picture of that new Sin Cara T-shirt with really? a golden phallus, come on, looking. Now. Who makes these t-shirts? It's his, it's his fucking tights. That was not his tights. Yes, it is. Somebody it's his super, tights design. Soup, somebody superimposed a penis in there. No, they didn't. That was a big It looks a lot like a penis. That was a big, big banger. That was a Kia. Yeah, but... Uh, at least at least we have a, another three-hour Raw coming up. Yeah. That's true. I think it's the Slammies, right? I hope and, it's like the old Slammies, not like the... How well, it's not the, the old Slammies. Those. I miss them. But, you know, Paul, how, many, how many Slammies for call this year? Uh, this year, last uh, the December 31st edition of Mark and Out, just to let you guys know, is going to be our award show. Given our awards for the year, we're going to post all the uh, topics, everything like that. Nominees. On, nominees on MarkandOut.com. But let's get into our musical interlude for the week before we start talking about everything else in the world of professional wrestling. And this comes from a member of the Mark and Out crew's old band's Broken Hero, our buddy Andrew was the bass player. He's actually the best man at my wedding. And here is 101 ways to set yourself on fire. Uh, referring to MVP, referring to Kane, who else set themselves on fire? Just referring to Inferno matches themselves. So listen to Broken Hero, and when we get back, we're going to talk about it. a bunch of other things going on in the world of professional wrestling here <laughs> on Marking Out.
And we're back here on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And if you want to check that song out, just go to MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how old that song is. They kind of been broken up. Yeah, they're broken heroes. They're <laughs> broken up. Good one, Dave. All right. So we, we've been really he- on heavy on the WWE talk. Well, maybe just because, you know, WWE Survivor Series was in New York and they've just got such a great product yeah, on, such going a lot, on. So much to talk about. But, you know, there's also a lot of other stuff going on in the world of professional wrestling. And one of that being Impact Wrestling. What's that? That's something we're going to talk about <laughs> right now. All right, let's yeah, introduce we're gonna, that. Yeah, we're going to talk about Impact, Re- Impact Wrestling this week. Uh, something we really haven't been speaking about. We didn't talk about it last week because Dave watched the turkey thong off yes, with his parents. That I did. Which was kind of awkward. It was awkward. And we're coming up to Final Resolution, which is going to be live December 11th on pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. And the main event of that is a 30-minute Iron Man match between AJ Styles and Robert Roode. First of all... WWE is putting on thirty minute matches all the time. Yeah. Why does it? Why does Why does a thirty minute Iron Man match any different? It's <laughs> actually really just, funny. Just a regular match, like yeah, no, CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio it was a half an hour match, but I guess that, that also it, sets them apart. Well, that they should be doing sixty minute Iron Man matches because you know that Bobby Roode, you know, he's off the chain and he can definitely. But it's it, it's it's obviously a time. It's, it has to do with time because they have so many other matches that they'll probably throw it. But there. that but that's also the thing about TNA pay per views is they give you the most stacked. Yeah. Hard possible, but they don't always give you the best matches, though. I know, but they give you a, a stacked card, yeah. and then Impact Wrestling is all promos. Like honestly, like I have everything from this week's Impact Wrestling written down. The first hour, there was one match, and then they put the last three matches: the street fight between ODB and Mickey James, or Robbie E versus RVD, and the triple threat match in like the past forty-five minutes. That's so dumb. Like, also too, like Dave was talking about with their Divas division this week. Was it necessary for all of them to get in skimpy bikinis and wash Not one yes. car? I mean, don't get me Not wrong. Yes. I, okay, sorry. I loved it and all, but still, if you're trying to um, build up, I don't want to. I guess yeah, build up your division a little bit, establish it apart from WWE, the Divas, and everything. Why are you putting them in this? Yeah. Actually, you What them they didn't even wash all the cars. They didn't even finish one car before it broke out into like a fight. Yeah, come on now. Um, but you leave, what, the, dr- leave the drama for the ring. Drama is what I'm saying. Bam. Um, a couple weeks back on Impact, we did see new tag team champions, which we haven't discussed: Crimson and Matt Morgan, who were at, at turning point. Now they're tag team. Uh, now they're tag to the odd champs. couple, I guess, is the tag team champions. So. It makes perfect sense to me as why they would pair them up. Okay, but, explain no, but, please, no, please explain explain why. Just don't say it and just continue. We'll explain. Well, why. no, I was gonna say I was gonna say that it makes sense that they te- that they teamed them up. I just think that they should have rolled with it a little bit more before they went and won the titles. But the reason why I think it was it made sense was because here's two dudes, two guys. Crimson's got his undefeated streak. Matt Morgan's his huge powerhouse going up against Crimson head-to-head, trying to break it, and they come to this match where nobody's the winner. And then they're like, was okay. stupid as hell. Was that a real reaction? Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, it was stupid as hell. Okay, so That's, continue, okay. Brandon. But but I think just, just to have these two at a stalemate and then, like, just get thrown into the matches like okay here's this maybe it's maybe it's time to tag you guys up maybe you guys are gonna 
I know, but go they, at it with each other. It's like an MVP Matt Hardy type of thing. I know, but they have such a, a good tag division. Well, they had such a good tag division with mostly Machine Guns in there and Beer Money, but they still have a good tag team division with Mexican America, Ink Inc., who I think should be the tag team champions right now. And didn't, also, didn't that. Didn't he get fired? No, no he it was, was on. It was a rumor. It, he was on. He was on Impact Wrestling this week in the the three way tag team match for the number one contenderships for the tag team title. But then you have this new team of yeah, but they tag they they film their shit months in advance, don't they? But they filmed it actually on Monday. Bam oh. roasted. Bam roasted. So you had the new team of Devon and the Pope coming and becoming the number one contenders for the tag team title. Well, they, I mean, they've been randomly put together in the past. I know, but too, I, I, but I, I mean, feel like now their chemistry is finally coming together because know, there was I'm, that whole thing with the Pope's kids and. I'm still not sold on I mean, it. I mean, oh, I, I know it, we already went through this in the past. Like, you were sold on it. I wasn't like, I'm still not sold on it. I don't know. You know what What, what did sell me on Impact this what week? What sold you? Was Austin Aries' promo. How can that not How sell you? How can that you? not sell you saying that, you know, he's beaten everybody in the X Division and they should rename the title the AA Division? I, which, I think so, too. I, I think so. But, not to, but then, you know, setting up a match with Kid Cash. Rumors allegedly came out. as my, my Rumors? Voice, yeah, as my voice cracks. Uh, rumors came out. Apparently, allegedly, TNA wants John Morrison in the X Division. I, all right, I would love to see this because they were talking about the rumors are going around about him feuding with Austin Aries. I think that they would put on a great match. But when I told this to you, you weren't behind that. Why? I'm not. I'm not behind it at all. Why? Honestly, because this is another Yell Kim situation. You're gonna get her. You're gonna bring her right to the company, and you're gonna slap a title on her. All right, that that, that I that, that I disagree with. Don't, I, that I don't want to see. I don't want to see him come in in his first within his first um, three matches win the title. I want to see him actually perform. I'm I'm more excited about wrestling the uh, seeing him blah, blah wrestle these X division wrestlers that he could put on great matches with. I don't, I'd rather see him without the title. Okay, I can I can definitely see you with that. But also too, where the fuck has Tony Nese been? Um, I think TNA is how do you say this? Dropping the ball. I really I really feel like Kevin Matthews sometimes. Why? Just like cursing at fucking I know Dixie Carter because. They're not using these fucking talents that they have, and I know. it's just stupid. I mean, even uh, Zima Ion, I mean, another great talent that's just not really used. I know. He's great. He knows his character. If you saw that uh, that documentary Slammed, you know, when he was trying out for Ring of Honor, they even said that he was, he was great. Exactly. But... It's like the best part about going to independent shows in and around Long Island. You have Tony Nese, and Tony Nese has... He fucking wrestles. Hashtag, He's a great wrestler. Hashtag we want niece. Absolutely. Um, but that was a great promo. I mean, it, it set up with Kid Cash, but, you know, as we said, if you know, after the 90-day no-compete clause. No, what, what I, keep it going, because I was going to talk about that, too. Okay, no, go, go, go. With the 90, I want to know what the fine is to break that, or what the penalty is to break that. I think, I think you get paid, and I, if you break that, you don't get paid. But I'm not it, too sure because what do we know? We're just three guys that like to talk about professional wrestling. Because I mean, honestly, if the penalty could be paid off by Dixie Carter, maybe it's worth it to break that. That'd be 90. so stupid to to pay it. It's off. like when Lex. No, but I, I, think, I think this all stems from Lex Luger. Yeah, it, it definitely does. But I think that that no, would be this, this, no, no, no. The 90 day comp- no compete clause is because of Kurt Angle. Oh, re- oh yeah, really? I, I, think. I think so because I'm he pretty sure because of when he because he he wanted he wanted he was burnt out. Vince, I'm gonna I mean, go retire, whatever. I'm gonna do this, and then like the next week, Impact Wrestling, TNA. 
I'm trying to think. I don't know. But still, I think that if the penalty could be paid off by Dixie Carter, because we all know how much money she has, yeah. I think it may be worth it. Just to bring – I don't to, I don't even for, think – Hold don't on. Think because you, to bring a uh, huge wrestler – over to TNA, maybe the impact, the next impact. But, I think that would be huge. But they was, have enough big wrestlers, and they have a bunch of guys that they don't even use. But just the surprise factor of that—that that you, you, wouldn't like, be a surprise because you've heard it's, about rumors. Yeah, but it's all right. You have to wait the ninety day. You have to wait the ninety days before he could even be there. What happens if they if they just break it once and have her pay off the fine just to have that? That uh, appearance I think that would be Huge But it's like You know It was like When they had that Live impact That went against Monday Night Raw Where they had like 800 people oh, that Ric was Flair just... You know They have so many guys That are like I, I'm pretty sure That Ric Flair Is still on in their roster That, that would just be paying. awful though Jeff Hardy That they're still paying I mean I'd like to see Jeff Hardy versus John Morrison You know A couple years You know I'd rather see Jeff Hardy Um not in the ring. Well, you know, he was in the main event this week on TNA Impact, which nah. which was decent. Uh, you also had RVD versus Robbie E, which was so many storylines in itself. Because you had, you know, Robbie E and Eric Young's feud. Then you also have RVD and Christopher Daniels' feud, where Christopher Daniels comes out and helps Robbie E keep the, T- the TNA television title. The Legends title, the Booker no, T title, whatever. You whatever call it. Yeah, you can call a spade a spade. But. You know they have final res- you know final resolution, which I think is another great ending to a, a year- yearly pay per view. High noon still gets me the best though, <laughs> which is coming up is coming up next week. We'll talk about it in full detail. Next week we'll talk about it. Uh, talk our about predictions our, our pr- predictions and everything like that. Uh, we're also, things going on in the world of professional wrestling this weekend on the northeastern area is Joshi Mania, sponsored, uh, saluted or whatever you want to call it by Chikara. Three days of Japanese female wrestling with Chikara involved. Which I know it's, Dave is definitely great, excited for. Honestly, I wish I could go to one of these. Like, it's legit the female wrestling that you want to see. Yeah. I mean, you always see these YouTube videos of all the Japanese female wrestlers and how great the matches and are. And shimmer wrestlers and stuff yes, like that. And now you have your chance to go see it. If anybody is close to any of the areas that they're putting it on, go check it out. The second they're going to be in Philadelphia at the ECW Arena. The big match for that is uh, Aja Kong versus the Death Ray herself, Sarah Del Rey. Aja Kong, I, like, she's such a... She, if, for those that don't know her, she's a powerhouse just like Awesome Kong. Yeah. Be, or yeah, Karma. It, yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call it. it, it I, would, I still call her Awesome Kong. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be great if they if WWE brought her in too, Aja Kong. I think that would be awesome. Maybe te- even... I don't, she used to you know what? With, because I don't think they're catering to that style of wrestling now with the Divas. That's the, Yeah. Well, I mean, now you have the Divas are doing... And, and the Knockouts aren't catering to that, no. that either. The Knockouts, come on now. They're just... Uh... If you want real female professional wrestling, definitely check these events out. Uh, the third Saturday is going to be Massachusetts. You have Gregory Irons facing Ophidian. And... Uh, Ayako, uh, I'm sorry, I'm bad my Japanese. Ayako Hamada or Hamada from TNA is going to be facing Aja Kong. Ayako Hamada. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Oh, you got, Thank you, Japanese. Brandon. You even got Brody Lee in action. <laughs> Brody Lee is going to be in action on, on Sunday in New York City at the uh, Highline Ballroom. And if you don't know Brody Lee, he's probably he's probably my favorite. Um, large wrestler, not like, but just large powerhouse of a wrestler. He's probably one of my top two. I, I think he's great. He's definitely going to be picked up by either WWE or T, uh, Impact Wrestling very soon. And he's going to be facing Ultra Man- Mantis Black. Yep. And then you're going to have uh, your, 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 your Brandon say it for me. Yomoko Hamada. Uh, I'm good. 
Uh, facing uh, up yeah. with Sarah Del Rey, which is going to be uh, Sarah Del Rey is another female wrestler that we, we talk about constantly. The queen of wrestling in North America she is. and all over the world. So Joshi Mania this weekend in Northeast. If you get a chance, please go out, send us reports, and let us know. Yeah, if, if you take any videos, pictures, send it into us. Send it to us, and we'll we'll shamelessly plug you. Um, we spoke to uh, Jeff Katz. The owner, founder, operator of the Wrestling Revolution Project a couple of months back, and he told us all about the product. Uh, now, aptly redubbed the Wrestling Retribution Project. Uh, the past two weeks have been giving us the first look photos of all these wrestlers. And what photos they are. You know what the, the most confusing thing to me is? The fact that you can't, you don't know who everybody is. Yeah. Like, yes, you know MVP, aka Lord yeah. of War. I mean, yes, you know Chris Hero, who has now been aptly redubbed Chris yeah. Hyde. I mean, given like there's some of these wrestlers that you really don't know. I mean, like the football player and everything. Some of these wrestlers, you that if you saw them on the street or saw a picture of them, you wouldn't be able to identify them. But still, even the the no ones like. Uh, Kevin Matthews and whatever like we don't even know if he was in one of the pictures yeah we can't I like because really they, their them. whole gimmick has been rehashed it's awesome like I'm excited to see what Cole Cabana is going to look like also I'm going to you know I think the best name for any of the wrestlers so far has been the guy they just released yesterday Brick Shithouse yeah or, yeah. yeah and then like they have that master wrestler who we don't know who's under that yeah like it's just awesome stuff and I'm really looking forward to it Retribution is yours 2012 uh, I'm waiting I'm excited to see what Sammy Callahan and Alex Reynolds are going to look like I who knows if we wait, haven't even seen them wait yet. wait I, I, I'm pretty sure Alex Reynolds doesn't have a beard right no isn't that weird why why because when we see him he's got a beard sometimes so people grow beards people shave off their beards it's yeah the, but it, like for, the, the, for like the past many months how many times have we seen him beardless I don't remember the last time I know, and it, and it depresses you. I know it does. <laughs> yeah, because you should fear the beard. You should. Real men have beards. And while we, and while Brandon cries over that, let's get the shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, shameless plug time. Numero uno. I'm gonna toss it over to a Twitter follower. Gonna go to Bobby Rhodes. At B Rhodes eighteen. Go follow him. He's a good mark. And Rhodes is spelt like Cody Rhodes. Yes. There we go. Or Dusty Rhodes. Then, oh, then we got I'm Dusty Rhodes, baby. Then we got good old Salute. Salute, WTW superstar. If you listen to our podcast with Zack Ryder, you heard all about him. I was in a triple threat match with him and Silver Bullet for a mystery prize. I became the hardcore champion and European champion. SD. Go follow him. <laughs> I love I love how you became the European champion. Yeah, because WTW is world trampoline wrestling. Yeah, right? <laughs> now go go follow him at Augel fifty uh fifty. A-U-G-E-L-L-5-0. Follow the former WTW United States champion, Salud. He's undefeated against Zack Ryder. Undefeated against Zack Ryder. But given it's all planned out, too. (laughs) It's still real to me, damn it. All right. And then the last one, we got Club Aura, located in East Meadow. On Long Island. On Long Island, being promoted by Lil G Nightlife. Go follow him. Uh, go like him on uh, Facebook. You can find out all the specials, Thursdays, Ladies Nights. Go check him out. And Brandon goes there often to go fist. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, tons of see, women there. If you see Brandon fisting, just cover your uh, you know what. <laughs> I, think, I think hot women get in for free. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. If, if they say Brandon likes fisting at the door, you get it for free. Yes. No, don't say that. That's not true. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. No, it's, it's not. True. Seriously, don't say that. It's not true. Say that. All right, Brandon, who are you shouting out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. 
Well, before we uh, give any shout outs out, I want to say that if you guys go, Mark sent this into us. If you guys go onto eBay, you just have to type in Zack Ryder DVD. Yeah, we'll post a link. Yeah, we'll post a link. It's uh, it's Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, tons of their independent wrestling matches. It's fan cam footage, so take that for what it was. But still, you get to see these wrestlers before they hit WWE. Yeah, and they're they're great now, so Imagine they're definitely great back then. Watch the rise of them. Yeah, amen. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now on to my shout outs. Number one, gotta absolutely give it up to Mark Henry's top rope world strongest slam to Daniel Bryan on the live edition of SmackDown this past Tuesday. That was just absolutely insane. Agree with you 100%. Uh, number two, got to give it to Johnny Curtis and Tyson Kidd versus Trent Red and Yoshi Tatsu. This match took place on NXT, and I can't say it enough. Watch NXT. Um, these guys are abs- they're, they're incredible also. Was- they got bright futures. And Trent Beretta has the best sideburns in the business. Fact. Absolutely. Except what about Tre- uh, Trevor Murdoch? Better than Trevor Murdoch. I'm sorry. These, these, are, these are defined. They're legit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Trevor Murdoch had fucking mutton chops. But those are mutton chops. <laughs> these aren't sideburns. That's a sideburn. It's a mutton chop. All right. Fear well, the burns. Yeah, whatever. Continue. Number three. Number three. Regardless, I got to give it to WWE Christmas in Baghdad. It's up on Classics on Demand this month. And it's it's really – it's absolutely insane that, that it's been eight years since the first one. Uh, which the first one took place 2003. It was a great event for a great call. Really can't wait to watch this year's tribute to the troops that's in North Carolina. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Amen. Brandon's Brandon shout out. Let's get to our Mark out moment of the week. And this one comes to us from former guests of Marking Out, Long Island IZ, Zack Ryder, by us getting the Are You Serious Bro tweet of the week. Because Zack Ryder crashed our server and we did hashtag Are You Serious Bro, and that gets us on the true Long Island story. There we go. I watched that. I got off of work Friday night. I watched that. I looked at my car. I saw it and I screamed at the top of my lungs. Because <laughs> really? We, seriously? Seriously. Because I was it's excited. A, it's, a we, great, it's a great thing David tweeted Zach, that. Zach Lettis said to, that we're in for a surprise. We had no clue what was going to happen. And then that happened. It was just like, yes. And we definitely marked out. Or we definitely... Marked out. out. Oh, bring it old school here. And let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that may not be the last time you see us on there. You never Hashtag know. Get <laughs> get marking out on ZTLIS because we all know that you want to see Brandon's glorious face. Yeah, no, seriously. Face. Listen, I know, I know. Zach Ryder has to be listening with his busy ass schedule. He has he has to have time to listen to us. He does. <laughs> John Morrison is gone you need that major powerhouse you got hurley from lost you're a big lost fan put marking out on we're we'll entertain your fans we'll fist pump we'll fist your face with whatever you want we'll fist all over <laughs> we're fist all over the place. everybody's gonna get fisted hell yeah but that's our show for this week yet again facebook.com slash marking out we continue the pro wrestling talk there and we you can hear everything we, that we have we to say end, we end this like zach Ryder. 
Well, let me get all the plugs out of the way, and then we'll do it. <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash out. We do live tweeting during a bunch of re- different types of wrestling events. We'll tweet you. Our shameless plugs will be up for that week. Um, MarkingOut.com. That's all I got to say. MarkingOut.com. Wait, what is it? MarkingOut.com. So, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Go to Mark... Damn it. <laughs> Go to markingout.com and we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a good week. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. BTTG161. Follow Brandon. <laughs>